daring to be a Daniel in Victoria Stan. Bill Muhlenberg here. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. Melbourne pastor Paul Furlong has just been released from jail after serving almost three weeks for the unspeakable crime, at least in Victoria, of daring to hold church services. For that, he was whisked away by a group of armed police, denied basic rights, even denied having his own Bible for a week, put in solitary confinement, and treated just like your garden variety axe murderer. Paul is pastor at the Revival Gospel Healing Ministries Church in Nary Warren and has dared to defy Big Brother statists by putting the worship of God ahead of their ludicrous and senseless draconian lockdowns, the fourth one now in Victoria that we've had. Monica Smith of Reignite Democracy Australia was there when he was finally released. Her report makes for scary reading indeed. I can confirm that he was granted bail today. I attended the hearing and was shocked to hear the criminal terms being used on such a pious and honorable man. Pastor Paul is a charity worker and man of God. He's been married for over 30 years, has three children, a business, and has saved hundreds of children from sex trafficking and poverty. If he is a criminal for exercising his freedom of speech, religion, and assembly, Australia is going down a dangerous path. The prosecutor was Senior Sergeant Luke Holmes, who appeared via webcam wearing a mask alone in a closed room. The most surprising thing he did was attempting to add a bail condition that Pastor Paul be restricted from communicating with myself, Monica Smith, and Nick Patterson, leader of Peacemakers. The judge declined that condition promptly. The pastor is not allowed to communicate via social media whatsoever. His wife, Julie, had to give what's called an assurity of $15,000, which she says is coming out of her personal savings. This means she must help to ensure that Paul doesn't break his bail conditions. She is obliged to report him to the police or risk losing their own savings. Luke Holmes said more than five times that the pastor is very dogmatic in his views. He explained, Mr. Furlong holds his beliefs very strongly, which is a concern for us. Seems that Paul's courage of conviction is threatening to the sergeant. Are citizens with strong views a danger to society, or are they a danger to the establishment? I'll let you decide. Luke Holmes seems very unnerved with this particular statement the pastor said online a few times. I will obey God over man. Luke continued to say, Holding mass gatherings puts the entire country at risk. 
and he justifies the re police response by saying their actions were to protect the public. Luke Holmes also attempted to discredit Paul by mocking his use of common law. His tone was mocking and belittling. The judge called on Paul's wife, Julie, who is a primary school teacher. You could see the struggle on her face. Being away from her loving husband for well over two weeks has clearly taken a toll on the family. She was asked by the judge, do you share the same beliefs as your husband when it comes to COVID restrictions? Julie took many moments to answer. She said, I am a law-abiding citizen. I believe in the same Bible my husband does. Well, there you have it, folks. If you are a biblical Christian who strongly holds to your beliefs, you are a major threat to the state and you will be targeted. In the People's Republic of Victoria stand under Dan Andrews, we have common criminals and youth gangs running amok. But if you dare to believe the Bible and stay true to it, you will be arrested and locked up to keep us all safe, presumably. Thanks, Dan. So reassuring to know that you have our backs covered. Rebel News has also been covering this story, and Avi Yemeni spoke to Paul after his release. After spending 17 days in jail, with most of that time in solitary confinement, Pastor Paul walked out of the Metropolitan Remand Center in Ravenhall, Victoria, last night, and into the arms of his loving wife. Pastor Paul was initially taken into custody on May 29 for allegedly inciting church in Nary Warren during the latest Melbourne lockdown. During their search for the pastor, police raided three of his family members' homes before finally locating and arresting Pastor Paul at his business. I waited all evening outside the jail to greet Pastor Paul upon his release. The pastor was surprisingly optimistic about his time in captivity and was quick to forgive his jailers. Even though he had his Bible confiscated, he did have an opportunity to sing and minister to his fellow inmates before being released. Since initially breaking his story, the community has helped us crowdfund a top-rate legal team to get Pastor Paul out. Thank you for making that possible. But there's still a long way ahead. We've already spent thousands of dollars to get to this point, and this was just the first of many legal battles to come for Pastor Paul. The government has no plans on letting up, and we don't either. Thankfully, some others have also been concerned about the deplorable conditions and what's been happening in Victoria. Alan Jones on Sky News, for example, has long been calling out the dictator of Victoria and his totalitarian power grabs, and he has also spoken a number of times about the plight of Paul Furlong. Last night, for example, he discussed both cases once again. Alan Jones says he plans to have Paul on his show in the near future, so stay tuned. I could go on and speak about other examples of anti-Christian bigotry and discrimination occurring right now in Victoria, but let me briefly mention just one more, this one having to do with the Liberal Party in South Australia. It seems the good libs there have a bad case of Christophobia. 
Here's how a report in yesterday's Australian began with the story. Conservative South Australian Liberal MPs have urged Josh Frydenberg to intervene in the state branch after venting outrage that hundreds of Pentecostal Christians have been forced out of the party. Nicole Flint, Tony Passan, and Alex Antic lashed out at the moderate-dominated state branch in a meeting of federal Liberal MPs on Tuesday, with 150 conservative members being terminated and a further 400 members asked to show cause as to why they should not be kicked out. In what was described as a robust discussion, the conservative MPs called on the treasurer, the acting liberal leader, while Scott Morrison is overseas, to intervene in the state branch as a matter of urgency, according to sources in the media. Finance Minister Simon Birmingham, a leading South Australian moderate, is claiming the suspended men members were planning to campaign against endorsed candidates at the next election, and some did not support the Liberal Party. Conservative MPs reject this and say no evidence has been provided to support the claim. They say it is a power grab by the moderate faction to maintain its control of their branch. Ms. Flint, the member for Boothby, told the meeting it was the most extraordinary and undemocratic decision I've seen in my time in the Liberal Party. She said the requirement for members to sign statutory declarations pledging their loyalty was offensive to our founding principles, especially free speech and democracy, according to the MPs. Mr. Passon said he joined Parliament to defend freedom of religion, and quote, I never thought I'd have to take up the fight within the Liberal Party, unquote. The message to Christians coming out of the Liberal Party in South Australia is clear. You are not welcome, he told MPs. Well, well that's the current Liberal Party for you today. Homosexuals, of course, are fully welcome, as are Muslims, atheists, but if you happen to be a biblical Christian, it seems you are forbidden from coming anywhere near the party. I wrote about this worrying trend with the libs last month, where I noted that true conservatives and true Christians are really becoming threatened species in the liberal party. So please keep Paul Furlong in your prayers. He is a Daniel living in the midst of far too many Christian cowards who would never dare rock the system, but just blindly go along with whatever our statist overlords decree. Paul is a champion, and his arduous journey is not over yet. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.